Welcome to the Neoborn and Andy a Human Show! And now, when you saw the summer couldn't be any better, guess what? We are back with some recap. It's just not only the festivals when you can have a recycle camp. Well, uh, do you know what recycle is? Because throwing your stuff out of your car window is definitely not. Anyhow, Europe's worst ever drought here, Gen Z, how young people are changing activities, NYPD officers leaving record-breaking exodus before full pension set in, they are risking everything, and of course, Skid Davidson dead at age 28, yes, Kanye West is back. What else do we need? Oh yes, we need Andy, uh, we need good music and some fantastic recap on i90 Radio Boston and of course Apple Podcast, iHeart Podcast, Spotify Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, Radio Public, uh, where, where are we at? Oh my god, we are everywhere, Acast, and who the heck everywhere, we are even in Audible if you are an American, well, alrighty then, so let's get and hit it. Well, as usual, we have some good music and news by great artists. Well, we are going to have India from her holiday talking about Sweet Little Love's brand new Suicide Girls version from the old punk oil song and this Actually, it will be a happy hardcore and electro pop. Well, if you have not listened to Sweet Little Love and you love hardcore rave and so on, definitely she's an artist to check out. Alright, and then we have the good friends from London. Yes, the Lyricals. They are working on a brand new album. Actually, that brand new album is just me. How do I know this? Well, I had some sneak here. It's not sneak peek, it's sneak here, not sneak here. Sneak here, sneak there. Karen Harding is coming out with the Ocean Meets the Shore. It's a. Oh, sorry. Till the ocean meets the shore, it's, you know, it's very important difference, so this ocean-based artist is really a good one. I just listen and just go find anywhere, it's a kind of chilling, different, and no double kicks there, still there is a soul in that music. Uh, we did have a couple of months ago. Katya Gleason, and she also did have a fantastic new song coming out. We really enjoyed. This time it's a Diamonds. Yes, Starseed. This is a title or Diamonds. Actually, it's not only music. 
But awesome music video, short film. It goes to selected festivals. So, I mean, you should get Katya Gleason's Star Sidwich. Yes, if you watch the music video slash short film, you can see some very familiar faces. And yes, wow. Maybe it's good to see what you can do beyond other music. I mean, I'm not saying that it's too bad. Do you remember Summer Love? Oh, not your Summer Love, but a song by XS, you know? Nah, she had Love Sake, and that's a pretty good, awesome song. Uh, it's a tough song about missing someone so much that it hurts. And uh, yes, the Inoxidables from Spain. We do love the Inoxidables. We always love Inoxidables. Yes, and uh, wow, they're just fantastic. Um, their, their new song is Zapatos Nuevos, and I have no idea what I'm saying because I definitely don't speak Spanish as you can hear. Yeah, hablo español o no señor? Okay, so you should check the Inox the Bears, one of our favorite bands this year for sure. Also, Sophie Dossie. What is you up, guys? Love her. Who else can't love her? I mean, everybody has to love her. Did you know that she has these crazy, funny, very upbeat videos? And now she has her official first song, Buddy. Yes, not honey bunny, but the bunny. So is it a bunny like a hair, like a Hare Krishna, like a hair, hair, like a jumping something? Or just a bunny bunny, you know, like uh, with, with a plush, you know, dressing like that, like cosplay bunny. So maybe she's dressed like Bugs Bunny, but she's not bugging anybody. She's a cool lady. And I have no idea what I'm talking about. See, this happens when India is on holiday and India, no holding yeah. back by Nearborn. That's something. So we had also Hamid J. Still you're with me or you're just turning somewhere away. You should not turn away. A fantastic song. Everybody has a fantastic song. Yeah, the song title is Ain't Thinking About You. Ain't Thinking About You. But probably this spelling wouldn't pass in for your graduation, but this is what it is. I am always confused with these pronouns. Correct me, don't stone me. Don't want to be stoned like Bill Maher half of his life. And yes, he is definitely a he. Okay, who else we can talk about? We can talk about Yes. There is a song called Cocaine Kisses. Oh, yeah. Let's see What does it mean, Cocaine Kisses? I think you know it. Now, let's talk about something very environmentalist. This is the Nearborn and Andia Human Show. Middle, little, tiny, or Napoleon-sized politicians all around. Mm. By the way, mm. Napoleon was not that short at time. Just I'm saying. And yeah. um, what is it about? It is about we all know fertile soil. It is about lithium. It is about hold your breath. Titanium. Titanium is incredible, necessary for any space endeavor. 
And uh, so both countries have those things. So it's a resource war. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's it is it is um, fossil fuel and um, and all. I mean, they have my you know uh, resources, massive resources, but doesn't didn't um, didn't you know the the leader, so called leader of uh, Russia, get the memo that like um, fossil fuel is going out of fashion, like coal. It is going out of fashion in in. Um, yeah, everybody know, like, says that we can't let the fossil fuel go because the increasing consumption. Let me ask you this: no. Why people can't walk? I mean, is it that strange? Or using a bicycle? Or if they are afraid that they will join the LBGTQ thing because they are using something which starts with a bi, like bicycle, you know, then <laughs> uh, just they, they could tell a car or, well, hold on, you, they could use a cab or, well, in, in developed countries, an Uber or a Lyft. And, uh, and what would happen? Oh my gosh, they would save money, time, air, soil. Why else? Mm, I mean, that is part of the solution. Um, not everybody needs to, like, you know, like drive their own car. I mean, there's car sharing and carpools and things like that. Um, yeah, that is just selfish. You can't drive cars. I, no, I, I, I am. Um, what I, my own personal views are that, um, we do need energy. Um, but like, we're, we're using like an incredibly dirty version, um, of, you know, like, like the earth's resources and, um, the day, uh, I mean, there's lots and lots of tech and innovation. Like it's really like sort of hard, lots of investments going on in like trying to solve this puzzle that we have. I mean, don't forget we did solve the, um, ozone hole problem and that is now healed so if we can do that because people actually united behind that even the end of the cold war so they did that but they understood and that was also a financial interest okay let's replace all the refrigerators on the earth it was a good money yeah yeah cfc's um and uh, replace all those with um something less um less you know, like less dangerous, but I mean, um, I think like, uh, I mean, uh, what what's very interesting to me is like, yeah, okay, there's all this new battery technology and like energy density um, things from like nanotubes and nanocarbon and 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 um, different like uh, uh, battery chemistries or even water batteries and on all, on all of this, but and renewable energy and everything. But like, um, I think what's most interesting is like. Um, across the world and, in, and across the um like the third th- third world or the second world countries and the first world countries and everything but they all use coal as a base load i mean if everything else fails they've always got coal um yes. but, but there is um a tech right now that's being like sort of pushed really hard and it's like um using like uh some uh, uh, like they want to find a method of boring down into the earth's crust to find the uh the heat um in, in, in you know like the uh the magma and the lava chambers and everything like that so that we can use that yeah um, but are, are, are we okay with that do we do we allow it to 
this to happen? Have we discussed it? Because if you bomb a nuclear bomb, even a tactical one, somewhere in the Earth, it will affect the other part of the Earth very quickly. No, we're not. Say- no, we're not saying like sort of a blast nuclear blast. Yeah, I'm just saying that as an example yeah. that that yeah. uh, nobody. Sh- I mean, okay, China is the greatest polluter. America is the greatest polluter right now. Yeah. yeah. So how come India the other 194 countries have no words on that they, they can do it or not? Because the air doesn't stay in the same place. The water doesn't stay in the same place because it just flows to the oceans. Yeah, it's... it's. So, um, this is my question. I love the technology. I love so many things being solved. Children's lives saved. Uh, more efficient ways to consume. But I always go back to why the middle-aged houses mm. had more passive technology than yeah. a lot of houses these days or majority uh, of them. You know? so, well, I, I mean, like thermal regulations are like are massively tightened up. Um, I mean, if you live in a cold country, where, which I do, um, and you regularly see like minus twenty, minus thirties in the winter, you cannot afford to have like drafty old sash windows like they did do in the dear old UK, which just like oh, oh I'm know. not sure about. I'm talking about those UK stuff. I'm talking about when half of your house was under the soil. Yeah, yeah. And and, um, and yes, I hear you, but uh, you are be living in the exception and those hundreds of millions of people are living in the exemption. And even your area is heating up right now as the world is changing. Yes. Uh, majority of the world does not need these things. I am all in for insulation. What I'm saying here is when you have iron, concrete and glass poured out everywhere, that is not the smart way to live on Earth. And I mean, um, no, no. Here, I here mean, is con- something concrete, that I would yeah. like to talk to you about. Yes, okay. and it is sludge. Do you know what sludge is? Um, I kind of like uh, in 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 which manner, like in in industrial sludge is a byproduct of the wastewater treatment process that is a mix of human excrement and any number yeah. of more than ninety thousand human-made chemicals or substances discharged from industry pipes, like. Toxic soup. In the beginning of our today, I read up a few article titles, mm. and this one is from the Guardian. And this happens, for example, everywhere in the world. But right, this example, what I'm talking about, right, it happens in in America. So imagine couples, imagine uh, buying farmlands, trying to make all bio, organic, whatever, you know. And yes. then it turns out that all the land, what they got it, uh, they can't use it. They actually have to leave the land because cancer, thyroid disruption, liver problems, birth defects, immunosuppression, and so on are yeah. linked to these so-called forever chemicals or PFAS, P-F-A-S, you know, yeah, polyfluoroalkyl okay. substances and other 9,000 kind of uh, heat, water, mm. and stain-resistant products, compounds. So... Mm. Um, just can you imagine that that you you have these things you can't eat you you go organic and somebody before you did that and that somebody is ha- happening to be a company claiming oh but the government's uh, wastewater treatment facility is only seven percent uh, and now what about the ninety three percent so let's just pour it to the 
land and then that's it because now then if, if you don't give me money as a company we won't do that so let's sludge it to everywhere so the problem is not the human yeah. excrement that would be normal but um, no. but but all mm. the chemicals i'm mean, happening in there and and you just don't do that. Untreated wastewater, especially in the most developed country on earth, you can't, Ooh. you can't, you can't. It's morally, ethically, humanly, and mentally insane. It's an what's environmental there. disaster. I mean, like, uh, I do remember the case that um, uh, the biggest ever uh, court case. Um, that happened against the company was against uh, a company called, called uh, Dupont, oh, and yeah. um, they they just they they made these um these, like plastic and rubber products and everything like that, and they just pumped their waste products straight into a river, like just uncut, just like poof, there it goes. It was like mercury. It was mercury, wasn't it? Like and. Um, People were like losing teeth, the hair was falling out, they were having liver failures and, 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 and like the people like the locals were saying, Look, if you if you dip a jar into this and you test it into this river, um, you can see like it's so polluted, all the fish have died, everything dead, right? And uh, it's DuPont, this factory here that is um make making these chemicals and they do not care. And it took um an extreme amount of um litigation and like uh, you know a whole population of people to fight against this one company and like and, and eventually they managed to um uh hold the hold this company accountable and sued them for millions upon millions for destroying the environment um, yeah, but, but the thing but is, I guess a few only... people got some money, and uh, and I guess the company changed their ways and continued the same thing under a different name, not? Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I mean, that's only just one example. I mean, there's more companies that, like, continue to do... I mean, like, since then, like, um, a lot of companies have had to clean up their acts because they passed legis legislation in um, in the on, on a governmental scale to um, change that. Um, but still, I mean, like, uh, in, in unregulated places in the world, it's it just happens all the time. It's like, you know, it's like... But even in the regulated places, where do you think the European Union's electric waste go? To Ghana. And electric waste doesn't mean that it's something, you know, deassembled. It's just like mm. completely broken. Something goes there. Uh, these are not working uh, computer screens or whatsoever. And yeah. people are burning uh, down the toxic uh, coverage to have a little nickel inside, a little rare earth material, you know, or put yeah. it together. And all, all the... The, the 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 soil around the river where they do it, it is just polluted. Nobody can live. They die in because of cancer. And by the time they, they get, are no, 20, I mean they yeah they die yeah they get poisoned just even looking at it, just being just breathing in the air around that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and what happens? Oh, let's investigate. No, okay, let's have a committee to check the other committee whose job is to check in the committee who is checking the committee who is dealing with the thing. I mean yeah, that's that's yeah. that's basically just nonsense. Something is wrong. You know it in your guts because you are human. You have guts. Seventy percent of the human thinking is in your guts. Like it or not, that science proves it already. And yeah. you know, not in your boss, in your guts. That's a different place. And then, you know, just stop it. Don't do that. 
Just the same yeah. way, don't dump nuclear waste, you know, the barrels in New yeah. Jersey, what they just did, you know, right. like yeah. 40 years yeah. ago. And, and how, why are we talking about, we know something is not right, then just stop it, fix it, and let's move on. Believe me, the factory assembly line will wait for you. Nuclear waste is like a particular problem, but I do... Um Actually, Finland has a pretty good um, like solution. Finland, Finland, Finland. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it turns out that like um, they uh, had um, they like like th those um, that wanted to have a serious like um, solution to this problem <laughs> looked. Yeah, they looked around um, at like what could be done, and 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 they thought, okay, well, if we're gonna store. Um, like barrels of like nuclear waste. How? What's the best way to do it? Um, and they looked at like uh, different places in the world and different ways to do it. And they found out that like um, Finland is the most geologically stable place on Earth because it's like uh, made like largely of granite bedrock. And um, they 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 found a place that was like away from like any, any built up areas, like way like pretty remote. Okay. And um, and they've been drilling down deep down into this bedrock, and um, they're going to bring this facility online, or they've already started. But like, what they do um, is they're going to like um, they're going to take this nuclear waste uh, from uh, facilities around the world, and they're going to store it deep underground in this uh, I'm geologically. So happy for that. Yeah, in 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 a geologically stable. I mean, they reckon it's going to be good for like uh, you know a hundred thousand years so um and then and, and then they do, once it's all like filled up they they uh, once once every like little compartment is filled up they fill it they, they backfill it with like sort of concrete and rocks and things like that so it's sealed permanently but you know what what, what and, happens um, to my mind that that uh, it's okay i i i hear you but don't you think that these smart people who can invent uh, uh, Mac five hyper missiles to destroy each other and so on. They mm. wouldn't be able to figure a way out to, uh, utilize uh, nuclear waste in a more productive way, not just to store or the same goes with, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, hosting pipes, you know, uh, so, 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 yeah. very, I mean, uh, we all know that, uh, nuclear power plants are mostly necessary for deassembled, uh, uh nuclear warheads because then yeah, you can, yeah. uh, you can, uh, kind of, you can multiply that and then you can have a decreased volume of plutonium like, or uranium depleted uranium isn't you can it? Have and, uh, it. so yeah. this is the the point of the nuclear power plants it has nothing to do with uh, anything else just uh you know not to have that many nuclear warheads around you which by the way if you watch uh, any science fiction it is it comes very handy when some big asteroid comes well, there, there is that, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, it's the old school way of like, can we, it, it, do we have a really big problem? Yes. Can we nuke it? Yes. Let's nuke it. Oh, uh, yeah. what about the fallout? Ah, uh, well, don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's just, 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 just crazy. So, uh, well, this was supposed to be a funny episode and this is just not because we are talking of real shite. So, uh, real shite is, well, when life is not that cheesy. 
Yeah, um, you know, like real issues that we like need. We, I mean, like sort of. I, I think a lot of people are aware of these problems already, but like it's just not um, sort of like talked about that much. So here we are sort of fulfilling our duty to humanity in our own way to talk about it. And, Absolutely. Um, yeah. Welcome to the Neo Born and Andy a Human Show. Live, well, almost live, every Wednesday at 9 p.m. on I-90 Radio Boston and worldwide as a podcast. Are you one of them? You are they, aren't you? So, what about the serious people? Have you ever condemned one? Have you ever shouted, jumped on the desk and saying, How dare you? I am hurting my life. I'm fat off and let's go fool Michael Douglas here. Let's do some crazy bad shit thing. So I'm not saying that everybody's shooting service people and definitely you should never even think of that. When you think of that, do like 50 push-ups as a beginning, right where you are, and if you still have the urge, just walk out and don't go back. So, um, why why do service people feel that they are treated so badly, like a torture? We're not talking about only, merely, you know, the hospital workers. We all understand that. But a cashier, a barista, a flight attendant, a customer service representative, which, by the way, is strange because most of the times you will never find anyone else just a pre-recorded message and after half an hour, like clicking here, there, anywhere, you just give up and say, you know what, I will do by my own. You know, so so probably it is not their personal fault and it's not in their control, but they are so much lashed out onto their faces all around the world. So what can happen? Maybe probably Hawaii is an exception and not because of Jason Momoa, but because they are just cool, you know, they just chill out and, you know, there are the waves and there is a nature. So maybe there is something in the idea if you don't live in an urbanized environment and you have more connection to the nature and, you know, like human connections and uh, sorry to say your screen is not a human connection then probably that's the way to live sorry six billion people in the towns and cities and urbanized areas thinking you deserve to absolutely take everything out from the countryside oh yeah so where were we at so scapegoat Terry. BBC has this uh, article by Kate Morgan um, when they're talking about that, oh, somebody has to be blamed because of our little vanity things in our life. Oh, we are, oh, I don't have, a dick is going up. Oh, sorry, it's an absolute uh, friendly show. So, oh, my penis is not lifting up. So, probably that's a problem. So, oh, this is because of you. I'm lashing out of you. Oh, I have anxiety because I don't dare to say to my boss that get go and get a life for yourself, you want to be polite, or, oh, I don't want to say that I am insulted by the look on your face, so I lash out on other people. Yeah, so whenever you feel 
powerless, you know, and this, we are not talking about the pandemic or pandemic, as many people say. So um, usually service people are considered significantly lower status-wide, social status-wide. So people, most of the people, maybe it happened to me. I mean, it definitely happened to me that I lashed out to people because, uh, not superiority complex, but because, you know, just the steam needed to go on, uh, off. And uh, what happened? I felt bad after that. So two sides, both the service people and me, Bad. How to avoid this? Uh, probably meditation, praying, gratitude, eat well, go to nature, go to the sun, or just stop being an arse. Well, since I stopped being an arse, I stopped lashing out to service people. So that might suggest something, or if you still don't understand what I'm talking about, go back and rent out the Bruce Almighty. And uh, what is that? Oh yeah, that's the movie where Morgan Freeman is God. Um, not an acting God, but like a God God, you know. And Jim Carrey is uh, being Jim Carrey. Well, all right, so check it out. And right now, let's tune into India. What can you talk about? What can you say about Sweet Lily Love's Suicide Girls rendition? Andy here from Neobon and Andy Humor Show. Happy to review Sweet Lily Love track, Suicide Girl. Um, it's such a pleasure to hear this kind of thing like all the way back from the 90s um, this was like a big thing back in like 95 and um, you know loosely based on that uh, that four beat or happy core I mean like yeah it's like that sort of rave um, element um, where you've like uh, sort of got like uh, four on the floor uh, pretty fast 140 to 150 BPM um, and it's like happy hardcore there's still a potential, you know, has a like, huge potential identity these days. Um, you know, if you take the, maybe the best elements of um, the war type of rave back in the day, uh, back in the 90s, when, you know, it was a big thing in those days, um, you take, like, the, like maybe um, you get happy hardcore and jungle. Um, you know, po- possibly you could say that was the first schism of rave where it split off into different genres um, sub-genres so uh, yeah I mean this this track absolutely t- kicks along it's got that classic um, hard kick drum and uh, the um, the rhythm that sort of bounces along like it's got like a you know the, the, it's, it's like eighth notes like kicking not kicking snare but like kicking hi-hat and like uh, it's got some like interesting um it's got all of those elements for like happy core um, in there, like and like some sort of good elements of uh, hard trance as well. Um, you know, because all this started sort of back in from Dutch artists such as Headhunters. Um, you know, um, the, the, the BPM has been dialed back a bit these days, but like this film seems to be like pretty upbeat and like tempo. And yeah, yeah, I mean, what a, what a kicking track! I mean, it's got some good breakdowns. 
was, I mean, this would go down well in, 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 in practically any kind of like rain festival that would pick people up and get them up and bouncing around on the dance floor. Um, you know, and I do believe there's a kind of a special dance you can do to hard style as well. <laughs> so, um, big festivals in Europe, I mean, this is a European thing. Um, so, um, Holland being especially, sort of like Holland and the UK being the special sort of birthplaces. Dutch artists like Headhunters started off this, uh, this genre. So, yeah, a really, really good track there. Um, typical of the genre, and good to see that he's still alive and kicking. Uh, someone has to take I mean like because it's like such a good uh, you, you just can't put this stuff down I mean it is potent and it has this, this strong identity and you know like if you take the best that Ray had to offer in those days this is what you get and Sweet Lily Love with their track The Suicide Girl does exactly that brilliant stuff love it dig it dig it dig it keep going keep going Welcome to the Neoborn and Andy a Human Show! Thank you, and thank you, and thank you! While Andia is beaming back to her holiday, well, we, you know, love thinking that we can contribute to saving the Earth, and uh, what's happening here is that there is a train, which is always a better option than having a car. Americans, I'm not sure you understand what we are talking about, but if you learn a little history up until the highway system by Lyndon B. Johnson, you know, before that, there were pretty good public transport system even in the USA. Oh, guess what? 100 years ago, more than 100 years ago, 25% of the vehicles all around the United States were electric. Yes, even a bus could have its battery changed under five minutes it's crazy isn't that oh but yeah okay let's praise the oil barons and everybody else who wants us to suffer including our great grandchildren let's hail them let's hallelujah them thank you politicians thank you think of our future oh sorry it was your future you settled okay so uh carbon dioxide rail it's a us-based train startup and you know what it has plans to capture carbon directly from the air as its modified train cars crisscross across the country negating the need for large facilities to take out carbon from the air as a press release said so, the interestingengineering.com has this article, and if you decide to click on, you might find some interesting uh, things. I mean, it should be taught in, like, high school or mid-school, but at least you start somewhere, it is not as bad. And it's proven by, for example, regenerative braking, which is so silly because basically it should be like uh, design 101, engineering 101. Yes, I understand that uh, not everybody is happy when, you know, something is smart and uh, feasible and good for the nature. I understand that one, but still... Let's go against the trend and have some ideas how to reduce, not your footprint, come on, you can't reduce your footprint unless you wash your feet. So let's wash your feet. 
<laughs> well, in your in this case, your tire. So, would you like to go? Would you like to travel with a train which actually captures while it is going, while it is carrying the freight all around, or the passengers all around? Hopefully, not just round and round, but from station to station where they want to go. I mean, it shouldn't be like any bad B-category American Hollywood movie. So, would you like to travel with one when you say, okay, so that's cool. While I'm traveling, at least something good is happening around me, right next to me. Would you like to? Or you say, no, 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 let's suffocate everybody in the next 10 years, 20 maybe. So, when I'm old, I don't care. And who cares the rest of it? So, reach out. We have podcast at neobonandhumanshow.com. And we have the IG, Show. Well, just type in, visit Tom Hanks. Maybe he doesn't want to be visited, but you still can have a visitation towards his. And you can ask him, hey, could you please uh, type on your... Remington typewriter, Eric Remington typewriter, that new one and the show. And then you know what? On the paper, we will be there immediately. I mean, at least on paper, we will be there. Alrighty, and you can find us on Twitter, New Born and the Human Show, and we have a website which we trendingly not updating that quickly. So that's the newborn and then the human See, there is a pattern here, okay? And now let's do a recap. It's a recap. Actually, have you ever recoupled? The Grim Tales came to my mind. Um, do you remember the Snow Queen? There was a fairy tale about the Snow Queen. All these things yeah. uh, uh, go back to the early 17th century when a volcano in Sumatra, uh, you know, erupted. And yeah. for four years, there was no summer because, you know, air pollution whatsoever. So even the summer was winter-ish, but not that cold, obviously. But the crops, everything was just really gone, you know. And uh, this yeah. is, uh, as far as I read, this is the origin of those uh, uh, European uh, stories about the Snow Queen and so on, and also the origin oh. of the Thirty Years' War. Uh, Thirty Years' uh, War. Yeah. Years' yes. War. I mean, Europeans have been always at war, except the European Union. European Union never been at war, but everyone, any, any other format of the Europe, Europeans were at war. Well, I mean, there was the Winter War in Finland, and then there was like, of course, that was like uh, after the Second World War and things like that, that was fighting against, uh, like, Finns against Russians fighting for territory still. Um, but but, but, but you know. were the Finns uh, already the European Union members? No, not back then, no. See? Uh, I, I, I don't believe so. They were, they were like, f- like, they, they were had um, Finnish marks and uh, as money, currency. And um, it was like, you know, they were their own sort of territory. They weren't part of any European Union. I don't... I, so this is, this sure is the only something. show, by the way, if you are stuck in a traffic jam or wherever you are stuck in life, we will help you out or not. Uh, when we start talking about a climate change and we are already blaming the financial system and the Russians. In five no. minutes. <laughs> No, we. That, that's just no, no. It, it, by by prox, by I'm proxy. Just <laughs> um, we, but we, I, 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 we I've, love Russians. Uh, we? Yeah, Russians all, all right. They're not as. They're not as in any. They're just as bad as 
everybody else really okay uh, let's say know. every we, we love all the people we are not really agreeing with the establishment yeah i mean i've got some good russian friends like online they're just like sort of us you know trying to do stuff trying to make music and, absolute, um, absolutely creating people let, let me let, of, let me check my yeah. phone with the pegasus software whether vladimir is there <laughs> um was it too much i i don't think i don't you probably if you go if you go by what the americans believe then uh you, you it's like the chinese are listening in on everything because chinese tech and all that sort of stuff so if you believe all that sort of nonsense but how much do you think people are responsible for uh for this rapid shift of climate change what we can experience everywhere you were starting to say something about that no um i i think it um really started with the petrochemical industry that really took off after the well during the second world war there was a massive demand for it and um it grew from there and it kind of like never dropped down so the big industries like keep minting it or um you know have a monopoly on that so in for, throughout the, the like 40s 50s 60s even the dreaded 70s um right a lot of pollution going on there nobody really cared a lot of accidents industrial accidents like pipelines bursting oil spills um environmental disasters and uh, it took a lot of accidents to realize that like you need these double stop safety valves at the chemical plants even to make the plastic bags i was just reading about one today where um safety precautions were like sort of on were swept aside kind of on site just to get some maintenance done and this is where they were making um like plastic for plastic bags and this was the 70s and they had to clean out this like the plastic fluff from one of these like 150 meter tall pipes or something like that and the safe they they kind of like jerry rigged the safety and then um all of this really highly volatile um like gas and liquid just spilled out into the whole factory exploded and killed 33 people like instantly um and that was big big petrochemical yeah we all remember other parts like exxon valdez yeah um but i think like it's um we've we, like with petroleum and and um fossil fuels it's been going on for so long that like um and the pollution and everything like that like it's we've been warned and scientists have been saying for many years that like it's like maybe we should stop this or clean our act up and factories and industry has to some degree but then um is it enough um it's yes climate change is down to hu- humans uh, pumping uh, like uh, greenhouse gases like co2 uh carbon monoxide but and everything into the atmosphere and all that gene dioxide a lot of other stuff what are even worse than uh, you know so it's all it's not only one thing but it's a lot of things and sometimes when people say okay maybe they just want to do something okay let's go for let's go for electric cars or what by the way 100 years ago there were more electric cars on the roads than now 
Uh, yet after that's the true, that's war, right, yeah. After the Second yeah. World War, was just mentioned out of absolutely petrochemical establishment reasons, they just shut all the battery factories down. So, mm-hmm. um, but for example, you need copper, nickel, and a lot of other stuff. And uh, just just to have those things out from the soil, uh, you do a lot of damage for the earth. So, I've been thinking, which is worse? Is it worse when you are driving and you see it? Or mm-hmm. is it worse when you want to change something and uh, that something uh, might cause even bigger damage? So in the long term, obviously, if something yeah. is greener, it is good. But if the technology uh, to, to mine out those things are not as sophisticated, and if you look back or look into the books, many mm. or most of the uh petrocar companies uh, they themselves want to reinvent and rebrand themselves uh with their you know with their past yeah. uh, the history of yeah. uh, not telling the truth and lying blatantly to the face of the people and changing in the marketing all these figures and numbers yes i'm talking about you Volkswagen and so on uh then um <laughs> you know so how yeah. can we trust on these things um that's a good question but i think uh, public um the mass public um opinion um sways the markets so if more people want to buy electrical electrical vehicles evs um and the trend is towards that and there's like somebody like a few people pushing that then um i think like you know like it's making creating a market for it and it's like moving away from fossil fuel i like yeah, the word motors. fossil fuel because that means dead things fossils are literally yes, yeah. dead flora and fauna dead people dead mammoths dead uh, uh saber tigers you know uh all well, these I mean, dead things that, that are yeah. so technically we are burning the dead we are disrespecting the dead well it's 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 a lot of uh, vegetation and it's wood mainly for the coal as well um and you know i mean we've been mining that for like centuries um coal um but also gold even gold i mean there's a lot of mining going on and i think the race to space is partly due to mining asteroids which are lithium and rare like out in space there's a lot of rare earth metals in those asteroids yeah but it so, all, all goes back to the 50s when 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 you know it was decided okay let's rebrand life consume more think less and then the planned I, obsolescence came to exist planned obsolescence yeah so why I, do we consume I, uh, why it is not enough for us to have one good furniture for 500 years generation to the generation i would be glad to have those things you know i would like I, to to, to yes. inherit and 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 you know to give it away to because that's real or just think of the so-called paper you print out something but that's blatantly not paper but the actual papers you know it's totally look differently and they are existing longer so everything for me seems to be just uh, whilst people are not existing in the very moment they do anything not to feel not to be not to sing just right now but everything what we use 
and I use the mm-hmm. word we, is just only yes. for the very moment. We don't have a past. We can't uh, store a data on a DVD nowadays for 10, 20, 200 years. Uh, you write something with your ink to a paper. It dissolves itself in 20 years. Uh, you have an invoice. It says, okay, yeah. this paper is valid for five years at most, but after one year in your bag, it will be gone. So Yes, uh, yeah. I think it this, is a very... Yeah. Um, interesting thing that when people stopped thinking about uh, their reality their past and their future so the philosophy shifted instead of yeah. being together <clears throat> instead of being a part of a small community um, whether it was a good thing or a forced thing that's another question uh, because it was not good yeah. to live in the past at all I'm not saying this is the best time to live on earth but it's still really not good um, then you know then then, then we had yeah. this kind of a self-indulgent understanding that I deserve it is my right to yes I am entitled to so all these things mm. are coming that I want to be king now they don't care that the kings became like this like 200,000 years you know process you know were passed and after then they became king so uh, I think yes. We are responsible right now. Yes, we use technology. We don't know is it is it dirty electricity we use right now and we are recording or not. But this is not the question. This is the question whether you take a bicycle to your studio or you ride uh, your car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, um, that's, we all have like a responsibility, like um, to micromanage, like uh, what we use and how we use it and use. Uh, renewable um, and reusable um, you know things to in life um, as much as possible and when we're done with those things that aren't recyclable exactly to um, dispose of them in the in a proper manner because there's always a way to recycle like electronics um, I mean in Finland it's pretty good we have these uh, plastic recycle bins where all the plastic gets recycled I'm not sure that like that is actually recyclable though, but I think what they do with that, um, there's um, they make slippers. Well, yeah, they they make fleece jackets and things like that. But like I think the process for dealing with uh, those sorts of things is to um, heat it high high temperature in a vacuum. I, I put per, per, Pluralysis, pluralysis, or something like that. Okay, that sounds like um, a crazy word. It's like, yeah, like it's. I don't know if you've seen that manta ray um, catamaran that's scooping up all of the plastic from the ocean. It has this this thing, this way of disposing of like capturing. They organise what's what, and anything organic, including like some, including the plastics, is treated in this way, and it creates like either these blocks of um, like blocks of matter or like this um the liquid which is bio which they can use to uh, as biofuel i that's, see that's, but here comes the question issue. and and uh, because mm. you promised the shorter things and probably the red light is already green light for many people um uh, um it all goes back to human decisions and uh, yes it's a never-ending or seemingly never-ending debate and we have a lot of good stuff on earth that's fantastic but we have probably the best engineers and thinkers and philosophers like ever and we have the te- technology in the yeah, last three decades have, to communicate we are living in 
you, you, but this is the utopia. <laughs> yeah. This is it. Yeah. So how come we mm. couldn't come up with a good solution? Because most of the jobs are not needed. Uh, they, they don't need people to go there. Most of the jobs. And I'm not talking about the Industrial Revolution 4.0. I'm not talking about that mm. one. But basically, it's uh, paper pushing, you know, uh, cafe destroying, you know, all these bureaucratic things we don't need. Yeah. And yes, I'm not talking against people's uh, livelihood. I'm talking ag- against the stupidity and uh, narrow-mindedness how companies think they should behave and they are not uh, economically thinking. Um, yeah. Mm. So basically, uh, what I'm trying to say that despite all the advantage what we absolutely have, uh, leaving the position of small tribal or small village level of societies, uh, mm. when it was more important to help each other out, um, now and behaving well, by the way, because there was peer pressure and peer reviewing each other and so on and also yes. it had a bad side, then we lost the sight of everything. Living in big cities, uh, we probably don't have any idea how a food can be made, how life should be lived. And uh, personally, this is my, uh, my yeah. father will thought here, is that we as humanity stripped ourselves and each other from the right way of thinking, uh, living in cities and not thinking uh, that we should be a part of a big site. Okay, okay, that's a fair enough point, yeah, yeah. Um, no, actually, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was not funny, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I think that somehow, you, you have a point there, I think like big cities, have a little bit of a negative uh, effect on making the mass of people like thinking in quite, kind of a bit one-dimensional way in the fact that it's like uh, business first <clears throat> growth profits um, market driven um, <clears throat> and um, the, I mean you're talking about the companies that like uh, are are like sort of big these days i think they are having to um they, because these days it's not like a, a a local market it's like more like a global market for for some a lot of yeah yeah and so, i agree i like my iphone and so on uh although i'm not yeah. getting money for endorsing it but the point is that you mentioned a good word here growing there is only yes. one thing uh what grows in the whole universe without control and that's cancer uh, and if a business and, is growing yes. without control not yeah. not in not in a constant down and ups you know uh, not in a normal shape and if somebody wants to get uh, his or her riches on and on you know uh, it's like that that's cancer that will destroy the body I don't know I well I mean I think cancer is like is a different thing I think you're talking about entropy and chaos because we are when we uh, do something we are actually like reversing entropy or chaos which everything decays into naturally so um, we we make order 
um, and we say well I'm going to make this thing from these raw materials and you kind of like you 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 you, you put like a specific order to uh, um, like that thing yeah that's um, that, 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 that that's an interesting thing we should talk about Are you still alive? Hopefully you were alive, because if you weren't alive, you wouldn't listen to this one. And you know what? We don't want to bore you to death. So before we go, because we always go, and not just at the sexual encounter, which is a lucky thing to go while you are having a sexual encounter. If you're underage, well, uh, you already know what we are talking about. So... Would you like to live in a world like in Cyberpunk 2077? You know, not just a video game which didn't succeed at the first half a year or year, um, but like literally cameras everywhere, tiny, like your fingerprints, even tinier. You know, there are ways to do that. Yeah, all right, my iPhone is spying on me. No, not just like that way. There are like such small individual cameras, standalone components of system, you know, smaller than phone cameras or webcams. And uh, these do not necessarily have a noticeable physical presence, you know. Um, there is this company uh, who has these devices like HiMax HMO1BO, whatever it is. You know, it's a very low-priced, uh, something consumes only 2 milliwatts or even less, and a lot of other things, you know. But, for example, it can even do magic. For example, record where you are. And everywhere, every tree leaf, every back of every ant, you know. And um, even your toaster can pop up, your TV... Even your gesture could be recognized through a lamp. And that sounds like a kind of why for many people, but we all understand that propaganda and brainwashing can work very quickly. And yeah, yes, I'm too tired to reach for the, you know, for the wall and just to click on. I mean, that would be so crazy. And I'm too couch potato to use the remote control anymore. I mean, come on, I just don't want to leave. I mean, do you remember the movie Wall-E, you know, when everybody in the rest of the humanity was so obese? Sorry, guys, that's a real word, okay? If you feel offended, so don't listen anymore. Well, please do listen anymore. I mean, watch the movie. It's not all things. It's a reality. At the end of the Wall-E movie, people started to use their brains and their body, and they got healthier. Strange thing, and better society. So, I mean... What would you like to have here? Would you like to have an all-around surveilling system, which on the one hand could make your life much easier in an urbanized area, but not in the middle of the African Sahara? And um, whatever, or would you be ready to, to give all your data in exchange for your comfort? 
for certain data broker agencies, and we all know the backdoors. It's not a sexual thing here. I uh, all know the backdoors that every device is, uh, is required to have backdoors. And uh, we are not talking about an artificial person to have sex with right now. Um, so that means agencies can very easily track and do everything only because of your safety. Are you adopting it is for your safety and not for any other things? Then you're a terrorist. Then you are a conspiracy terrorist. Oh, then you are whatsoever. Anyway, so what is your take? Would you like to have life like in the Truman Show? When the algorithmic governance can come in and say, hey, you haven't smiled after you pooped, so one point done, you can't have right now that credit. <gasps> oh my god, you weren't that happy and cursed when a car, a truck just muddied you next to the road while you were waiting for your Uber? So then, 100 minus, so sorry, you can't use the Uber anymore, you are too underscored. Actually, this is happening in China. So what you, would you like to live in a place like that? And don't say, oh, it's not like that, it's like that. If you don't know, check the Oriel. I mean, the third season was amazing. But the first season was very funny, but a different direction. Thank you for doing that, said McFarlane. All right, that was our show for today. And India, have your third holiday this summer, an enjoyable one. And whenever you feel to travel back here to the hidden moon, secret base, undisclosed location, next to the Jupiter, we are welcoming you. And there is only one question. Eric, Eric, who the heck is Eric? This has been the Neoborn and Andia Human Show. Presented by two purple rabbits from behind Jupiter in a hidden moon at a secret base in an undisclosed location.